Hello, LA Kings fans, and welcome to episode 62 of the Kings Den. Is this thing on? It's been a minute. Welcome back. First episode in a long time, episode 62. I am your host, Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for sticking around with us. I know there hasn't been an episode in a long time. This is episode 62. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course, I'm still your host, Jordy Cunningham. This is the Kings Den as a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. And as always, before we get started, don't forget to follow the Kings Den on Twitter at the Kings Den THPN. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. And don't forget to follow us on YouTube as more video footage is being put out across the whole Hockey Podcast Network and across and on Patreon as well. For just a few dollars, you can find all our exclusive bonus content. So check us out on all social medias and on Patreon at the Kings Den THPN and at HockeyPodNet. How are all you doing? It's been a minute. I'm sorry. It's been a minute. What did you guys think of the playoffs? The expanded playoffs, of course, the Kings didn't play in it. That's why we didn't have any new episodes because the Kings weren't playing in it. We had the option here at the network to not do an episode, so I'm sorry for the absence. But we got a lot to talk about Kings-wise. We got a lot to catch up on. I'm kind of glad that we took a bit of a, a bit of a hiatus because now we can put everything into kind of one episode. The draft is next week. We got to we got to talk about that. We're going to talk about some transactions that the Kings have had. We're going to talk about a, bu- a bunch of stuff in this episode. But I guess we have to start. How did you guys enjoy the playoffs, first of all? I thought it was great. The bubble was awesome. The two bubbles, and then, of course, they moved to Edmonton for the finals. It was awesome. I thought they did a great... The, I thought the whole NHL did a great job. You have to shout out the NHL. They The bubble was amazing. Everything worked out. It was incredible. No positive COVID tests around during the whole thing it was absolutely incredible so shout out to the nhl for getting this whole thing done safely and effectively with no mishaps or anything that was absolutely incredible so shout out to the nhl for getting the bubble done and finishing the season successfully it was the hockey was fun to watch of course like of course i'm a part of the network i still paid attention to the hockey i'm a hockey fan as you guys know and it was so much fun to watch it was fun to see stars emerge it was fun to see just so much that happened over the course of all that hockey going on upsets and such it was so much fun storylines it was fun to watch but as we also have to say shout out the Tampa Bay Lightning congratulations Stanley Cup champions I thought they were gonna I thought they were gonna win it and they did a little revenge after being knocked out early last season good for them doing it without Stamkos pretty much what a story that was of Stamkos though coming back for that one game scoring a goal for one period like three minutes out of time scoring a goal that was an amazing story it was so cool to see him finally break through and win win the cup and contribute even though he hardly got to play so shout out the Tampa Bay Lightning good for them that that was just awesome to watch and you can see how hard how long it was how hard it was on all the players to be in the bubble for so long away from their families and such, but it was good for them to uh, to stay in the bubble. Of course, all the teams missed their family, but shout out the Tampa Bay Lightning for winning the Stanley Cup, your 2020 champions. Congratulations to them. And I guess here at the network, we have to congratulations our Bolts boys, the Bolts broadcast for, for their team winning the Stanley Cup. They're one of the best podcasts around the network, and you should definitely check them out as well. Do you want a true champion's perspective? Well, come on over to the Bolts broadcast, where we talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning, have some friendly banter, 
and of course, hockey name of the day. If you pronounce it, you can get it. Anthony Nunschwander. Ah, you didn't pronounce it right. Anthony? Anthony Nunschwander. It's, it's N-E-U-E-N. It's Neunschwander. Anthony Neunschwander. Dude, I always slept in German class, so I don't know... I don't know how you expected me to put that together. Come on. You only took it for four years. I took it for two. Took it for two years? Oh, no. Jado yeah. took it that long. I, I took it for two years and was, like, asleep in all of German, too. Oh, you, you, she, you only took it in, in uh, junior high. You didn't take yeah. it in high school at all. No. Yeah, she sent us across the hallway, and it was, like, me and I don't know five other people and all we did was just goof off because it was an empty room of just us while she was too busy yelling at you guys because you guys were a terrible class <laughs> no we weren't a terrible class a couple people were terrible people uh, not gonna you. mention names not gonna call it anybody in this pot it was Chase Crawshaw it was 100% <laughs> not me oh boy I know a couple of those names but uh, yeah it's a good point Chase we won't mention those here new episodes every Monday only on the Hockey Podcast Network. So those are our boys, Mike and Chase, of the Bulls broadcast. Check them out. Congratulations to them again on their Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stan- winning the Stanley Cup in the bubble. Okay, the King's Den, episode 62. Like we said, first one in a long time. We have a lot to discuss. First of all, this is what we have to talk This is the main point that we have to talk about today. First episode in a while, we have a lot to talk about, like I said. But we have to talk about the draft. The draft is happening this Tuesday and Wednesday. We have a lot to talk about. Your LA Kings, already the best farm system in hockey, as we know. We've discussed it at length. Bornfoot, Madden, Anderson Dolan, just so many names. And we're going to talk, talk about them as we go on here in episode 62. But the draft's on Tuesday. The Kings have the best prospect pool in hockey and it's only going to get better as your LA Kings have 11 picks in the 2020 draft including second overall we all know Alexei Lafreniere is going to go to the Rangers first overall but your LA Kings are picking second overall and there's there's a debate and who they should pick but I'm going with Quinton Byfield I said it about a month ago uh, with the Broadway boys that uh the rangers podcast here at the hockey podcast network talking about them i think the kings should go with byfield i see the reasoning for both options but i think quinton byfield is the option for the la kings because the center depth is insane for the la kings and it can only get better you want center depth he's going to be a star i think the la kings have to go with quinton byfield now like i said the kings are are ready for this draft. Rob Blake is ready for this draft. 11 draft picks. They have second overall, obviously, like we just discussed. They have three second rounders. They have their own, Vegas' second rounder and Vancouver's second rounder. They have two third rounders, their own and Columbus's second or third rounder. They have two fourth rounders, theirs and the and Calgary's fourth rounder. And and then they have five around uh, five their own in round 5, 6 and 7. So, your LA Kings draft second this is their their draft pick numbers. They have draft second. They have the second pick, the 35th pick, the 51st pick, the 60th pick, the 66th pick, the 83rd pick, the 97th pick, the 112th pick, 128th pick, 159th pick, and 190th pick. 11 draft picks for your LA Kings. Like I said at the start, I think Quinton Byfield has to go second overall to your LA Kings center from Sudbury. 
82 points in 45 games last season, 32 goals, 50 assists, six foot four, 250 pounds. He's going to get added to an incredible list of Turcotte, Bornfoot, Kulikev, Madden, Kapari, Fagel, Anderson, Dolan, Grundstrom, Plague, Holtz, and Anderson. It's just, it's a stupid, it's stupid how good the LA Kings prospect pool is, and it's only going to get better. And here's where I think, here's something that I think has really evolved in the NHL over the past couple of years. First rounders, obviously, that's where, like, they deserve to be there. But you make some cake in the second round. And it is awesome that Rob Blake has three picks in the second round. I'm not trading any single one of these picks. Uh, I am keeping all these picks unless you can find a way to move up and get something higher. I love second round picks. I love finding value in the second round. And I think the LA Kings are going to do that. Rob Blake's smart. He trusts the scouting staff. And having that many picks that early is incredible. Like I said, the first rounder or the yeah, the one first rounder, second overall, three picks in the second round, two in the third round, two in the fourth round. You can find some hay in the third round and fourth round as well. But I love having lots of second round picks as well, and I think that's going to be awesome for the LA Kings in this draft. Like I said, you're just going to add to the incredible, incredible, incredible prospect pool here of the LA Kings. And like I just mentioned, could any of the picks get traded? Maybe. I don't. I don't really think it's unless you can move up. Then maybe, but I don't really think you want to trade picks because you also want to keep adding to the prospect pool as well. And like, you want to create leverage in your system. You want to draft more players that are going to be good in the future, so you can hopefully maybe say say it's they're going to be great, but they're not quite a fit. You can trade them. You can see that the Tampa Bay Lightning have doing this, and now they're Cup champs. They have had great players that just like they're going to say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna take the risk at letting him go." They traded J.T. Miller. And he had a career year in Vancouver, and he was having career, he was putting up career numbers in Tampa as well. Like they find guys, and they just find guys, and you gotta create, you gotta create value in players, and like you get value out of second, out of your top picks, your first rounders, your second rounders, your even your third and fourth rounders, and you want to create more leverage in the organization. To you want competition as well, and that's all this is gonna do is create competition, and that is a good thing. That's how you get better as an organization and I think that's what the LA Kings are doing right here looking at the second rounders and those three picks that they have I was looking at mock drafts and for 35th overall that's a high second rounder obviously I gotta go there's three names that I like looking at mock drafts and such I like Jake Neighbors Jan Mazik and Tyler Forrester I think all those can, are good options I think you can never have enough centers, and I think those are all great options, big bodies that the LA Kings can take at 35th overall. At 51st overall, there's Namella is a defenseman from Finland, and his stock has rose over the past couple months. So I think he's a guy that could add to this defense of the LA Kings for the future. But I also like right around that number in mock drafts is uh, Luke Tuck, who is the brother of Alex Tuck of the Vegas Golden Knights and I think you could have you could have a great a brother rivalry there if you draft him and I think I think he's someone that the LA Kings can look at as well because you watch Alex Tuck in that playoff man he's impressive and if his brother is the exact same that's a good player to have on your team he's he can score he has skill he's physical that's a that's a guy that you like to have on your team a guy that's fun to watch and I think he can be just like his brother as well and at 60th overall you guys know I'm in Vancouver I'm not in LA so this may be a bit of 
at-home bias, I guess. But at 60th overall, I really like Justin Sourdough, who's a center from the Vancouver Giants of the WHL. I think he's a guy that can really add to this LA Kings team. And again, you can never have enough center depth on your team. And I think I think this is going to be a big, big draft for the LA Kings. Obviously, it is when you have 11 picks and you've been struggling, so you make your way to get 11 picks, and now you you already have the best prospect pool, and you're just going to add to it immensely in this draft. Like I said, you're adding to a prospect pool that has Alex Turcotte, Tobias Bornfoot, Arthur Kulikev, Tyler Madden, Kapari, Fajmo, Anderson Dolan, Anderson, Mikey Anderson, Grunstrom, Plague, Holtz, like, this is an impressive, impressive, impressive prospect pool, and it's only going to get better. And you guys know I've been saying it. I know this first episode in a while, but I said this during the whole season as well. This is one of the most impressive prospect pools, and it's only going to get better from this draft. You guys trust Rob Blake. He knows what he's doing. He is going to have a great draft for the LA Kings this week, and I can't wait to see the moves that he's going to make and the players that he's going to draft for the LA Kings. Secondly, there's been talk about this for the LA Kings, and I don't think it's the right time to do this. Are the LA Kings in a position to make a big trade? I really don't think so. You're too young. You're too young to make a big trade. Like, do you want to try to bring a big name in? Like, uh, there's been rumors of Jack Eichel's name is out there. Shane Gossesberg's name is out there from Philly. You don't want to make a big trade. It's too early. It's way too early in the rebuild to make a big trade. You don't need a big name like that yet. You have big names. You have Doughty. You have Kopitar. You don't need to bring another big contract in just because, just to try to sell hope. Trust your prospect pool. It may be shitty for another year or two, but in that year, there's going to be hope as well. Like I just said, I'm in Vancouver. I've seen it firsthand here at the Canucks. There were shitty years. Look at them now. Look at Elias Pettersson. Look at Brock Besser. Look at Quinn Hughes. That's going to be you, LA Kings fans. With this prospect pool that you have, you're going to have a team very similar. And it takes time. It takes time. The Kings won in 2014. They've been on a decline since. And they're going to be start to be, start to be on the rise soon. That's how, that's how sports work. You go up and you go down. And now, LA Kings fans, trust the process. You guys are going to be on the rise real soon. You want to keep stocking up. You have the best prospect pool already. It's not time to make a big trade. It's not time to bring a big fish in. It's not time to make a big trade like Eichel or Gossesfair. And it's not time to sign a big name free agent. You can't be spending big money right now when you still have big contracts like Kopitar and Doughty and Brown and Carter that are going to be on your books for a while. And yeah, one of them... Uh, I. Mm. One of them might go to Seattle. You never know. You might make a deal with Seattle after next season. When next season, when next season even happens, who knows? But, but you just—it's not time to make any big moves if you're an LA Kings fan. It's not. This is—you're in the mode. You have to be at the mindset right now as an LA Kings fan of trust the process, trust Rob Blake, because it's only going to get better if you trust these players and these prospects. Trust me. I know you, I know there might be issues with the salary cap in the future when these prospects get better and you still have Doughty and Kopitar's contracts. But trust me, those guys are the leaders you want for these young guys. We saw it last season. We saw how good of leaders these guys were to the young guys, and that's only going to get better. That is only going to get better. And, with, and again, 
with this prospect pool the Kings have, it's unbelievable. And be proud of that prospect pool. And again, I know I've said it a million times, so that's not like a broken record, but it is only going to get better. It's not the time to make a big trade or spend money on a big-name free agent right now. In a couple of years, it will be. Not right now. Just not right now. Be patient, Kings fans. Be patient. We got to get to something else as well. Let's get to the transactions that the LA Kings have made. Now, I'll be first and foremost. Rob Blake is doing a great job as general manager of the LA Kings. I know I've said that. He's going to have a great draft. But I've loved, loved, loved these signings he's made this offseason. I've loved them. They have been awesome. You talk about re-signing the right players. Rob Blake has done that. There are some guys here. We talked about this in the spring. That there are some guys that are stopgap guys. Some guys that you know are going to be around long term at the same time. But there are some guys that are stopgap guys. Sometimes that you that are young guys that you have to keep giving a chance on. And the LA Kings are doing that. And I love it. Some guys you trust. Sean Walker, the, the, he was a rookie last year. Great rookie season. Four-year extension. $10.6 million. I love this for the LA Kings. He was, he was arguably the second best defenseman last year. Alec Martinez was hurt most of the year. He got traded. Sean Walker had a great rookie year. Contributed offensively. I think it was 25 points total. Was good on, on the defensive end. You saw he was still learning because he's young. But he had an absolute great rookie year. And I think he's a big part of this future. I love that extension and putting trust in him for the LA Kings. Because I think LA Kings, LA Kings fans really liked him. And they should. Because he was great for the LA Kings last year. I love that extension. He is a key part of the future. He's just going to learn more and more from Doughty. And he, he's a huge part of this defensive core that's coming up. With He's going to be playing with Mikey Anderson. He is, and like to have Drew Doughty as your leader on the back end, that is a blessing for all the young defensemen on this team. So, Sean Walker, four-year extension. I absolutely love that deal. That is the most recent transaction. I also love the speedster, fourth-liner, Grinder Austin Wagner getting a three-year extension. That is some trust. It's a cheaper deal. I think he's making just over a million a season. I love this deal as well because you saw he has flashes. He's just the consistency needs to be there with him. But you saw people can improve on their consistency. That's what they said about Adrian Kempe. And look what he did this last season. He turned it around Kempe. And I think Wagner, again, he was a rookie last year. And he was still finding his way. But that speed... That speed rivals Connor McDavid. Austin Wagner, watching him skate, holy fucking hell is he fast. So, I love that extension. He's a grinder, but he can also... He showed a little bit of scoring touch as well. He has to use that speed to get in the effective areas. Austin Wagner, three-year extension with the Kings. That was about a month, month and a half ago. I love that as well. And another one, Carl Grunstrom, two-year extension. Again, younger guy. Still has to kind of show us what he what he can do in the NHL. He has struggled a little bit in the NHL, but I think he is a guy that can... He's, he's still young, and sometimes younger players take time, and he's going to be great for the LA Kings in the future as well. And, of, and not quite a transaction, but Kings news that the Kings, they are not re-signing 26-year-old rookie from last season, Nikolai Goldo... Or, Nikolai Goldobin, Christ, that's the wrong name. Nikolai, Nikolai Prohorkin, he is. He went back and signed in Europe, so he will not be returning to the LA Kings next 
season. And speaking of some of these younger guys, well, of course, the hockey season just ended. And of course, the Kings haven't played since the whole COVID-19 pandemic started. But there is hockey going on in Europe safely. The season is going on regularly. But of course, with precautions, the Kings have Carl Grundstrom, Tobias Bornfoot, and Samuel Fajmo assigned to teams playing in Europe right now, which is good. If you can get some young guys playing overseas, they're at home, they're comfortable, that's a good thing. And they're getting their they're getting time in, they're getting better, they're getting to play. That's a good thing. You know Rob Blake and the coaching staff and the scouts are keeping a close eye on them. But they're doing their thing over in Europe. I think it's great that we have that the Kings have players playing right now in a safe environment that that's available. In, the, in these crazy times. Because we are still living in crazy times. The pandemic hasn't stopped. It's still going on. And I think it's great that that you, that we have some players in Europe getting their time. Especially the young guys. Grundstrom, Bornfoot, Fajmo. They're just going to get better over there. And like we, we know what they can do. And they're just going to get better for this LA Kings team. It's so weird right now. It's so weird the time that we're living in right now. Because we should be getting ready for LA Kings hockey right now. This weekend probably would have been the first weekend the season started. We should be having the puck drop on LA Kings hockey right now. And it's sad that we're not. It's very sad that we're not. It sounds like we're not going to get hockey until January now. But there is maybe some news for LA Kings-wise, I guess. So it sounds like the rumor is right now that we're not going to get hockey until January. It sounds like they're going to try to start the NHL season in whatever way they they can on January 1st. I don't think they'll do a Winter Classic because you can't really do a Winter Classic with fans or without fans because there's no real, like... I don't know, it'd be tough to do a Winter... It's tough to sell a Winter Classic with no fans. Uh, that's my opinion. But the bubble worked great. There's been a rumor of four bubbles doing four bubbles, however that looks for, NH, the, for the NHL season coming up. And who knows... Who knows how they'll do the bubbles and how long the season's going to be, for sure. Because if it's starting in January, are you going to go till July instead of June? And then try to start again in September? Like, what do you... It's, uh, there's still a lot to learn for what's going to happen for the 2021 season, I guess you can call it. You don't even need to call it the 2021... The 2020-2021 season because it sounds like they're going to start in January. But... There is, it sounds like that the seven teams that did not make the bubble, it sounds like they're going to be able to start training camp earlier if they want to. COVID safe, obviously, smaller groups, kind of like the teams did before they went to the bubble. It sounds like they may be, it sounds like those teams might be able to start training camp earlier to give the other teams more of a rest. But you've heard the players that just got out of the bubble, they're training just as hard right out of the bubble because we don't know when's hockey, when hockey is coming back. Of course, they're going to get a little bit of a break. Again, it sounds like January is when hockey is going to be back. But again, we just don't know when hockey is going to be back. But it sounds like January. Hopefully, we get LA Kings hockey in, in January, but we'll have to wait and see. But the interesting thing to me is what the bubbles are going to look like. If, we, if they do bubbles, because like... First of all, baseball traveled. They had problems. They're finally bubbling for the playoffs right now. NFL is traveling, which is insane. By the way, shout out the NBA as well. That bubble was incredible as well. No positive tests of COVID, just like the NHL. So shout out the NBA as well for doing a great job with the bubble as well. But 
baseball travel they had issues nfl travel they just are starting to have issues with the titans is it yeah the titans having a bunch of positive tests they're they're not playing this week and now waking up to the news you guys know i might have mentioned it before i'm a patriots fan waking up to the news that showtime cam newton has covid that hurt that sucks but it sounds like the patriots and the chiefs are being delayed so because it sounds like the chiefs have a player that tested positive as well but it's going to be interesting to see how the bubbles end up if like or it's going to be interesting how the nhl approaches the upcoming season are they going to bubble what are they going to do because again like everyone traveled up to canada for the bubbles for hockey but they had to quarantine for two weeks that's most likely going to happen now if you do four if you do four bubbles do you do them by division do you bubble in la do you bubble do you just bubble california do do anaheim la san jose maybe say say for example if you bubble by division do the pacific division all in all in california that's a possibility but again i kind of like the idea the rumor of this is off la kings for a second but i kind of like the rumor or idea of the canadian bubble the seven canadian teams in a bubble would be insane the Canadian teams hate each other already. They love to fight. Could you imagine the seven of them in a bubble for a full season? That would be incredible. The fighting that would happen in in that division would rival the other three divisions, that bubble, no matter what. That would be incredible. Now you say, how would that happen? There's There's more travel. Yeah, there is. But I'm sorry to say, United States, but the COVID numbers are a lot better up here in Canada than they are in the United States. And people kind of travel around Canada, even though people, some people don't like it. People are traveling around Canada. So a Canadian bubble, I think, would work if you do all seven teams. But it's going to be very, very interesting to see how the NHL decides what they are going to do with the 2021 season. It's going to be, it's going to be very interesting. I, I can't wait to see what happens. There's so much to look forward to in the hockey world. The It's just... It's strange. Again, I've said this repeatedly. It's strange times we're living in, but it will get better. We are going to get hockey again. We are going to get LA Kings hockey again. Hockey just ended, but we are going to get LA Kings hockey again eventually. But to me, it's just going to be interesting to see how they're going to bubble, what's going to happen. The NHL has some decisions to make, but they have time to do that. I think they want to get through the draft first and they want to get through like free agency is going to start right away as well and that's going to be a crazy time that's going to be a crazy time all around because you're going to sign with teams and you kind of like have to bubble when you go to the team or have to quarantine sorry when you go to the new team and stuff like that but it's going to be very very interesting to see what's going on with it's going to be a very interesting off season let's put it that way with the draft next week and trades and free agency and then the freaking pandemic going on with if they're going to bubble or if they're or what they're going to do around the league. But again, Gary Batman has some decisions to make. The higher ups of the NHL have, have some decisions to make, but they'll get it done. I trust the NHL. You see how, how successful the bubble was. It's just going to be like that again. I, I hope so anyways, because it was very successful, the bubble in Edmonton and in Toronto. And I hope it stays like that in a safe, in like, I hope we got hockey 
continuing to be as safe as they were. And I think it's awesome that uh, going to a different hockey for a second. I think it's awesome that the World Juniors they're supposed to be up here in Alberta, anyways. So. I think it's awesome that they're just going to use the Edmonton bubble for the World Juniors, and we're going to get the World Juniors at its scheduled time starting Boxing Day. I think that's awesome as well, and I think that's good that they're using the uh, the bubble that they know is successful, obviously. So that's going to be interesting, though. I guess teams will have to make their teams... Uh, the teams of the World Juniors will have to get their teams together before... Like, they usually pick the teams, like, a week before. I guess they're going to have to pick them two weeks before, or a couple weeks, uh, like, maybe a month before, so they can travel and quarantine together before starting. That's going to be very interesting. But you know when the World Juniors come around, there's going to be a ton of LA Kings prospects in there. Last year, they had nine. They might have more in the in there this year, especially after this draft going coming up. But it's interesting times in the hockey world. we got to get to the draft. This is going to be an amazing draft for your LA Kings. Again, they're going to take Quentin Byfield second overall. I just have that feeling. It's going to be him second overall. And then 10 more picks after that. This prospect pool is just going to get better. Again, trust the process with Rob Blake and this team. We know how good this prospect pool is, and it's only going to get better. Trust it. Trust it. Trust it. It's going to get better. Rob Blake, don't go sign a big fish or make a big trade. It's not time for that right now. Have a good draft. I know you're going to. Trust the process. LA Kings fans, be patient. I know I've preached it all year long. I've preached it for a year now. But it's going to get better. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. One last thing before we let you go for episode 62 of the Kings Den. With the the playoffs being over, the draft is coming up. That's going to be a wrap for season one of the Kings Den. Or, sorry, of the Hockey Podcast Network. I know I took a big break. We are we are in discussions of when Season 2 is starting. Of course, when hockey happens, obviously. But let me tell you, we have some exciting, exciting news here at the Hockey Podcast Network. I can't say anything yet. That's going to be my only teaser. We have super exciting news here at the network that's going to be coming up very soon. So, that's all I'm going to say right now. There's just super exciting news coming up around the network. Season 2 is going to be insane. It's going to be like, and, I, and it's all because of you, the fans. Thank you so much for listening, not just to the King's Den, but to every single show around the Hockey Podcast Network. This has been, this started a year ago now. Episode started a year ago now. It was, it's been in process for a long time. Shout out Isha and Dylan. They put this whole thing together and it's growing to to places that we only imagined that they only imagined when they started this thing. And I have to thank them so much for trusting me and being a part of this and trusting everyone. That's a part of the network. This is so insane what we're doing and it's only going to get better. Think about it. We're one year in and this news is going to blow your guys' mind, your guys' minds. So trust me, there's big news coming up around the network. It's incredible how this little dream that Isha and Dylan put together is becoming so incredibly big. It's incredible how big it is already with how we have hosts in every single city pretty much around the league. But the news, we have some news. It's only, we're only getting bigger here at the Hockey Podcast Network. Trust me, it's surreal what's going on here at the network. And you guys are going to, you the fan are going to know about this very soon. Trust me on this. It's going to be, it's big. And you guys are just going to get more content, more of us around the network. It's You're going to like what's going on. And thank you 
Kings. That's just now I'm now straight Kings Dance fans. Thank you for being patient. I know this is the first episode in like five months. I'm sorry about that. It was. It's just. I'm just sorry that we, that there wasn't an episode for so long. It's okay. This is episode 62 of the Kings Den. I, I almost like that we took a little bit of a break because we got to talk about so much in this episode. We got to talk about the drafts next week. We got to talk about the signings that Rob Blake has done. We got to talk about what they should do with trades and free agent stuff like that. There was so much that we got to talk about, and I'm very glad that we kind of saved it for all one episode instead of doing little bits little bits at a time sort of thing and getting out as we go, you know? Because it was kind of tough when it was... As we know, the pandemic hurt a lot of people, and it was tough doing, being able to get news and like being able to make moves in a pandemic sort of thing. And of course, it was the off season for the Kings, but all the other teams are, are playing. Like there's 24 teams still playing, so like it's kind of hard to really do anything. But Rob Blake did a great job with those signings that he did. Also, fans, I hope you're staying safe. I hope you've been staying safe during the pandemic. It's still crazy, 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 crazy times we're living in. Especially, of course, you guys know I'm the host of the King's Den, but I live in Canada. I'm sorry that you guys have the COVID numbers so bad. And, of course, California, the wildfires. Oh, my God. I hope you guys are doing okay with that. That is absolutely insane. Thank you for sending the smoke up here for a little bit. It, it was up here for a little bit, affecting us. But I hope you guys are staying safe in California. Those wildfires are crazy. I actually have a buddy from here in BC who got sent down there. He's fighting. He's helping you guys fight the wildfires down in LA. So down in California. So I hope all of you are staying safe in LA with the wildfires and with the pandemic going on. Cause it is crazy, crazy, crazy times that we are living in. And we can only hope that the pandemic starts to get better, I guess, for lack of a better word, starts to wear your mask. It's not that hard protect others do what you can to help out wear your mask it's not that hard i'm your host jordy cunningham thank you very much for listening to episode 62 of the king's den as always don't forget to follow us on twitter at the king's den thpn at cunningham jordy don't forget to follow the hockey podcast network on twitter and instagram at hockey Podnet. don't forget to follow us on youtube for more video footage that's coming up. Don't forget to follow us on Patreon. For just $1, you can find all our exclusive bonus podcasts. And you can find every episode of After Hours if you missed it live. I haven't been on an episode of After Hours for a while as well. I've been away a lot on the weekends. But I'll, I'll pop on an, an, a new episode of After Hours very soon. But if you guys miss those After Hours shows live, they're so much fun. They're so great. They're every second Saturday night usually. If they're... If you miss it on a Saturday night, it will be on Patreon the next day for just $1. You can go back and listen to it. They stream on Facebook, so definitely check those out as well. Again, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for listening to The King's Den, episode 62. Thank you for sticking around with us. First episode in a long, long time. Don't forget, check out the draft on Tuesday. I think it's going to be Quinton Byfield. But at the same time, guys, fans, stay safe. Thank you for sticking with us, first of all. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Do your part. Stay hot. Have a great week.